Okay, high time now for our tune of the week. Come on, let's go. This is the Media Industry Guru Show, the show that exposes you to entertainment, music, film, TV, and tech. We're online 24-7, 24-7. You're listening to the hottest internet station. And we are back on the Media Industry Guru Podcast here today. He has an eclectic background. He started off as a child actor and his parents and three younger siblings acted in commercials and modeled. And they did a lot of uh, TV uh, commercials. And also he was the model for Buzz Lightyear, which is very freaking cool and then growing up he also pursued the film side of the business studying producing at NYU and then after transition to working full-time for participant media and he held a variety of different internships in school even one at Conan Uh, and here today we are going to speak about his eclectic background how he got started in the film business, what made him decide to study film. He created a short film um, in high school, and we'll talk all about it. And then we'll talk about his leadership roles at NYU Tisch and what he created, including views from NYU, which is Tisch's first ever late night talk show. And he served as a host, executive producer, and showrunner. So then after, he worked for a few years, got an MBA at Pepperdine, and now it has settled down to use his business skills within the media industry. So let's welcome Brandon Liu to the Media Industry Guru Podcast. Hey, Brandon, welcome to the Media Industry Guru Podcast. Really excited to hear your eclectic background from being a child actor in commercials to studying film and pursuing your MBA and completing your MBA. Thanks, Forbes. Thank you for having me. So you grew up and your parents and your three younger siblings did acting. So what inspired you to be in the acting industry? Did you have any actors that you looked up to or you, your parents just kind of threw you into it and you just winged it or? Definitely. So my parents definitely threw us into it. I have three younger siblings and we would do commercial acting together and modeling for different brands. Did a lot of work with Disney. I actually had an opportunity to, I guess this is on the modeling side, model is Buzz Lightyear. (laughs) Um, (laughs) And that was really cool because Toy Story was my favorite film when I was younger and I had every like Buzz Lightyear toy. And I remember going to the mall uh, and seeing like a life-size cardboard cutout of me in a Buzz Lightyear costume in hanging in the, the window of a Disney store. And I thought it was sort of strange. I was like, what is this? <laughs> I, I was a little young to comprehend what was sort of happening. I mean, I guess I did, but it was just odd, but it was sort of cool at the same time. And yeah, so were there, yeah, that is really interesting to play a Buzz Lightyear model. Never seen that before, but do, do you recall having like, favorite memorable experiences being in commercials or what was it like to be on the set side of things? Because in my podcast, I've never actually really interviewed an actor before. So definitely Mm -hmm. people would 
be more curious and inquisitive to learn more about the acting side? Hmm. Well, most of my commercial acting experience was happened when I was really young, and okay. um, I was. I was sort of shy when I was younger, and so、mm-hmm. I think this was a great opportunity for me to practice getting out of my comfort zone. And so I would definitely recommend it for anybody who wants to, you know, practice more of that extroversion.、Sure. And even now, if you're somebody's older, and it's、uh, it's really good, and it was definitely formative.、Um, yeah, I'd be on set, and I would have to, you know. Or I guess I would get to、um, play sort of like these different personas, being all bubbly, smiley. And one time I was like modeling a Spider-Man outfit for like a shirt or something like that for like Macy's, and they put me up in a tree,、uh, <laughs> and that was sort of interesting.、Wow. And then、uh, yeah, just you know different things like that. And it, it was a different industry because I, I realized a lot of people on set and in casting and. The industry were just were just like very charismatic and extroverted, and、mm-hmm. it was definitely good to be around、um, those kinds of personalities for sure. And then in high school, you did some sort of acting and musical theater.、Uh, and what were your favorite experiences there? And were some of the differences of being on set with a camera in front of you versus? It being live and you only have basically one shot at it, right? Definitely. I mean, doing musicals and plays were so much fun as well because you you get that adrenaline when it's a live show, live taping, one shot.、Um, you just sort of throw yourself into the performance.、Um, it's like, for example, I remember just being in the wings before second act, Kiss Me Kate,、uh, Cole Porter, and. Uh, I was、uh, one of the uh, uh, Grimio, Grimio. I should really know how to actually pronounce his name. <laughs> Grimio, Grimio was a while ago, as well as a featured dancer. And we, there's this big like dance number called Too Darn Hot, and、okay. um, and I got to do some tap dancing,、mm-hmm. and、um, it was it's so exhilarating because you. You have this live audience in front of you, and you get to see、um, firsthand and also like immediate feedback on how you are、um, making people smile, making people laugh, and also get to have an impact on them. You know,、mm-hmm. provide a moment of levity or joy in their lives.、Um, whereas you're, when you're on set, you know, you don't really. See that so much, unless until like you are watching a film with the audience, and then that's when you get、yeah. to see that reward.、Um, but yeah, and then after high school, and even during high school, you were inquisitive to learn about the film side of the industry. So tell us what sparked kind of that 360 from being an actor to doing live productions, and then now. Being curious to learn about the film side on the back end of the business. Definitely. So, I went to NYU Tisch School of the Arts for film school, and I was growing a love for the behind the scenes of film and TV and different kinds of content. And so, I wanted to learn more about that. 
Um, so in high school, I was like the videography kind of guy, dude on, on campus, making all these different promo videos and short films and such. Um, and I, I just had a blast. I, I would be making these short films with like my classmates and peers. And I just loved directing them and seeing how like anybody can really do it. They can be these different characters, getting to see them, get a lot of joy out of realizing, wow, that was a lot of fun um, acting in these short films and, and watching them getting to see themselves on screen. And um, I'm like, yeah, I love this kind of the storytelling. Let's go to film school and learn more about the production side. And yeah, it was, it was great because later in film school, um, after working for Conan O'Brien's late night talk show, I was inspired to start Views from NYU, which is NYU's late night talk show. I was a host, executive producer, and showrunner, and we did that for two years, and that was that was a blast. Um, so I get to dabble learning about what production looks like in different sides of entertainment, yeah. right? Film, television, late night television, etc. And you started this views from NYU from the ground up, right? Uh, mm -hmm. And so right. you were a host, executive producer, and showrunner. Can you tell us kind of the differences of a host? I mean, obviously people know what a host is, but an executive producer versus a showrunner. Definitely. So typically, I guess I'll start with the showrunner. They're the person, for those who are listening who may not know the, what these different roles look like and what they mean. The showrunner is essentially like, it's in the name itself. They're running the show um, and they're working um, managing everybody and making sure that everything's on schedule uh, and working with all the different elements and pieces of production. And so that was, you know, it was a lot to, to be the host slash like personality of the show, but on in front of the camera, but also be running it behind the scenes. And then typically, you know, the EP, the executive producers, I mean, a lot of them are putting up the financing for it, but you know, it was student run. We had a team eventually of, we started with 10 people, grew to a production of 65 students um, working on it. Um, putting on live shows with audiences around 250 uh, people. And that was, you know, over the course of two years. And, um, but because we're student run, you know, I didn't really have to put up finances <laughs> for it so much. Um, but uh, yeah, so those are sort of, certain nuances but uh eventually it became it was just like you can't show run during the live tapings as well <laughs> as host so i got some really wonderful uh co showrunners as well yeah and did conan o'brien inspire you to create this because he said to you you it looks like you're going to do a lot of amazing things in the future for this business so did that spark any interest to create this and was he kind of your mentor during your internship so yeah he he said some very nice things and you know he didn't have to say that and perhaps he was just you know saying it to be nice um when i was an intern and then later on a production assistant for the show um though what he said was definitely very inspiring mm -hmm. um and it definitely inspired me to start the show um and you know, he's 
he's one of the best in late night television. He's mm -hmm. on so far, I think, for around 28 years. Johnny Carson was on for about 30, I believe. And he's just had so much great experience in the medium. And to hear that, him say this thing, yeah, I was like, okay, mm -hmm. let's go, let's do this thing, you know? <laughs> um, and so, yeah, he was very nice and funny, of course. Mm -hmm. uh, very tall. He's also very tall. <laughs> <laughs> in person, I think he's around like 6'4 or something. Um, and that, um, but yeah, that was, that was a great time. Sorry, I forgot, I, I forgot the first part of your question. Was he like a mentor to oh, you? Oh, mentor, like, right. Yeah. Um, more so secondhand, right? Cause he's such a busy person and he's doing his thing. And so just watching him perform on stage during the rehearsals and live tapings was also formative. I get mm -hmm. to see this like master comedian performer on uh, doing his thing and sure. sort of like being a fly on the wall uh, and i remember the first rehearsal taping was on the warner brothers studio lot in burbank um and the first one i went to as an intern and they had will ferrell on and a lot mm -hmm. of it was really special because you know not it's not too often where they actually have talent come in for the rehearsal usually they just come in for the live taping but they were doing some sort of bit and to see their banter, sort of see their approach, uh, it was, that was really cool to be in, in, in that setting. And then after your four years of NYU, you still stuck in this business and kept evolving. Mm -hmm. uh, you worked at Participant Media, right? As an intern, and then it led to full time to work as an assistant to the COO. What was mm -hmm. that experience like? Uh, because I've heard some very positive, life-changing experiences being an assistant to a C-suite, and I've heard some uh, very uh, Halloween-themed experiences as well. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's Halloween on Monday. Are Monday. you gonna Are you gonna dress up for anything? Um, anything? I'm not sure yet. Uh, I'm going to a party on Monday after work, <laughs> but I'll see. I have nice. to think of something. <laughs> nice. Um, yeah, so, well, I started out at Participant Media, for those who don't know about it, it's a company that creates content to inspire positive social change. So every single film, documentary, TV show needs to have a social topic attached to it, mm -hmm. whether it's climate change for an inconvenient truth, um, to uh, RBG or uh, Spotlight, etc. And so... Um, being an intern there was a lot of script coverage and just seeing how the development, creative development side of the business works. You know, they're so nice to let me sit in on the uh, creative development meetings and sort of hear um, how they go through the green light process. For those who are listening, if you don't know, it's, it's a process of uh, approving or green lighting a mm -hmm. project. And so, um, yeah, they go around and say like, hey, we have these projects and, and there's this thing called packaging um, where you, yeah, where you package or put together like the key elements of a production, right? With mm -hmm. like a director, producer, actor, um, writer. And then they would be talking about like, oh, this person reached out to us and they want to work on this. They have this script, etc. So that was cool to see that process and, and seeing them vet the projects to see if it fit within participants mission as well is it a p 
piece of content that really highlights some sort of social topic, institutional accountability, gender equity, um, etc. So that was great. And then after, yes, after graduating, became an assistant to the chief operating officer, senior vice president of strategy and business development. So I had two different bosses. And that was great exposure because the COO used to be the general counsel of the company. Mm. So I would work a lot, interface with a lot of the people in legal and business affairs. And then of course, the strategy and business development side of the business. So yeah, that was great. Sort of seeing more of the inner workings of how to run. They're actually a film and television financier. Um, and so, uh, yeah, it was sort of cool to see how that, how that works as well. Yeah. You've gotten definitely out of a lot of people that I've interviewed, you've definitely got a 360 of the business from acting to theater, to, uh, being a host for a school television program mm -hmm. to even working on the development to the packaging, literary packaging side of things. And now, uh, working for an assistant in finance and legal it's very eclectic your background uh what would you say so have there been any really monumental um pinpoints to where you've kind of wanted to narrow down like oh i like this side of the business a lot more and oh um this was a great experience but i don't think i could do this further because i kind of did that in the same way too i tried marketing and music i tried news broadcasting i tried tv development mm -hmm, definitely i feel like i'm still learning and growing through that process of figuring mm -hmm. out more of what i like what i don't like and um what i want what i want to do more of mm -hmm. and what i want to do less of um you know i'm still you know sort of keeping things open since i'm still very on in my career um and so you know, I obviously have certain interests, though. What, what I've been thinking about a lot recently is, are there roles where I can leverage both my business and or well, creative experience and slash skills? Mm. Um, so that's sort of how I'm approaching it right now. And after working for the two executives, you transitioned to being a line producer for Soul Pancake. I'm sure like a lot of people, I remember watching these videos in middle school and high school and yeah. like the theme at the end soul pancake subscribe i'm sure That's you right. get that a lot right and <laughs> subscribe uh, yeah <laughs> uh so what was like a very big highlight of that experience because you've dabbled in every single thing but line producing mm -hmm. soul pancake um for those who don't know is a youtube company or it's a digital company that mm -hmm. has a youtube channel and it was started by Rain Wilson, who played Dwight in The Office. And I was a sort of partway through my uh, working at participant as an assistant. I added this as well on top of my to my assistant position. Wow. Um, and so I was being, like you said, a social media line producer for uh, Soul Pancake and helped with some of the more behind the scenes work on more specifically things like bringing their TikTok to life. Um, and since and since then it has turned into participants TikTok account. Um, so things like talent onboarding and um, helping out with payroll and 
um, a little bit of creative development, things like that. So a little bit more operational. These few years of work experience within the film business, you transitioned to business school at Pepperdine. What did you start? Did you specialize in entertainment there? I know that they have a really good entertainment specialization. Or did you be curious and dabble in other things? I mean, an MBA, even like your personal and professional background, is very eclectic. It's a eclectic degree too, because you're studying finance, accounting, marketing, so on. That's right, definitely.、Um, so I decided to. Concentrate in leadership and managing organizational change. A little bit more generalist approach,、um, and the program itself, like you said, is a little bit more generalist as well. You know, we study finance, accounting, economics,、uh, data analytics, leadership, entrepreneurship, etc. And、um, yeah, I mean that was that was great. I especially. Enjoyed my entrepreneurship and leadership classes. My entrepreneurship class was great in the sense that our professor, Dr. Larry Cox, he's incredible.、Uh, approach entrepreneurship slash business from a creative standpoint. So he would equip us with different tools and you know terminology, vocabulary that、um, to to bring a business to life. So starting off with a problem, you say. Think of as many problems as you can, which is diverging, and then converge on three, and then maybe just like one,、mm-hmm. right? But、uh, and then in each of those processes, you do what he called blitzing, where you just rattle off as many as you can as possible without no judgment on the idea or all these different options. Just blitz, blitz, blitz. Give yourself I don't know one minute if or five minutes or however long, and then. Once you eventually, so that's diverging, spreading out all the different ideas on the table.、Mm-hmm. Then you converge, eliminating, narrowing down, converging on one idea. Once you get that pain point, you start with the problem. Now you can solve it. Now let's use the same framework we used: diverge and converge on coming up with a solution.、Um, so and then, so I just thought that was great. I had done a lot of that in film school,、mm-hmm. using these creative skills, but I never had. Like words to put to it,、um, I, you know. Now I have that vocabulary, and so I thought that was really cool how he combined more creative aspects and elements to、um, when when approaching business. Yeah, because that's very transferable. Being able to spew off a different different ideas in a minute, like I've learned, like via Shark Tank, which I'm of course business school <laughs> students have seen,、Definitely. that、uh, a lot of people will pitch numerous ideas, but then They get that one idea, and then it can create a do- positive domino effect、uh, for your life and others. And it sometimes it's just even right in front of us, and we don't even know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Definitely, we definitely watched a little bit of Shark Tank while in business <laughs> school. <laughs> so after completing the program,、uh, two years now,、uh, what have been some of the most positive? Challenging yet rewarding experiences of that program, or just the overall experience of business school and being able to translate it to the entertainment industry.、Mm-hmm. I would say just growing,、uh, just growing my mind,、mm-hmm. knowledge about new things, different things, learning more about the business side. Not of, not just entertainment, but also just you know life in general,、mm-hmm. and.、Uh, 
exercising more and strengthening more of my like creative or critical thinking and analysis kind of skills.、Mm-hmm. Uh, just like a completely different side of the brain. I was starting to get there, starting to build those skills. Like in undergrad, I got a business of entertainment, media, and technology minor, a little bit、mm-hmm. comprehensive minor,、um, which was combined across three different schools. Tisch, the art schools, Stern, the business school, and Steinhardt, which is communications,、mm. um, and then worked in business at Participant, and then really tried to flesh it out in business school with the MBA program.、Um, but that was one of the most rewarding things. Like, you know, the my stats class was difficult. <laughs>、mm. um, you know, we do re,、uh, regression and work with Tableau. And,、mm-hmm. and these were all completely new things to me, and so yeah, it allowed me to. I feel like I learned how to be, be a better learner. <laughs> right. So it's like with each class, yeah. When I was learning something new,、mm-hmm. whether it was stats,、um, more about econ, accounting, finance, or business law, it、sure. it became easier in in the sense that like, okay, now I've exposed myself to through the program of learning new things more often. Frequently,、mm-hmm. and it just became you get used to strengthening your muscle of being able to adapt to learning new things. So that's one of the biggest takeaways、um, and things I got from business school. Strangely, I guess. Yeah, because in school you're always learning new stuff. In the work world, you can learn new stuff too, but at times it can become limited because you only have those eight hours of the day, and you got to prioritize what you can do for your boss. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, now, do you have any like professional or personal goals that you have coming up in your endeavors in media or in general? Definitely. Well, I graduated from, with my MBA recently, so I'm currently job searching. So I'll put that out there in case <laughs> <laughs> anybody listening、uh, is finds that of interest,、uh, and then. I'm working on different creative projects as well. Very cool. And do you have any upcoming exciting announcements, stuff going on, otherwise, or that? Those are the two、uh, areas of focus I would say right now.、Mm-hmm. And what is some advice that you could give to someone who aspires to be in the film industry, who's kind of narrowing、mm. down their aspirations, kind of wants to dabble in all things, kind of what you did in your career to start?、Mm. Definitely, you know, hear it a lot.、Uh, networking, right? Strengthening your people skills, interpersonal skills,、mm-hmm. uh, and yeah, I think most. Jobs in general, or a lot of them, are obtained through like a referral,、um, and especially in entertainment. So, foster those relationships. I would encourage people to do that, and yeah, try to like you know a lot of people say like keep in touch, and like they'll say like oh yeah you know keep in touch, beyond. And I, I and you know I'm guilty of this too. <laughs> there there's just so many. There are a lot of people as you like. Work your way through life to try to keep up with,、sure. but sometimes it, it doesn't have to necessarily just be like a coffee or something.、I'm, it can be like a, a thoughtful text, where it's like、mm-hmm. "Happy birthday" if appropriate, or or even a holiday card、uh, via email, course, or sort of、yeah. like an update email to your contacts list saying, 
hey, I've started this new role or, or something like that. And so people, I think people definitely appreciate that. So I would say networking, yeah, networking, networking. Keep, keep in touch. As you said, like learning your brain is like a muscle. Networking is kind of like a muscle. You need to foster those relationships and continue them or else um, it's like in high school, like we have our close friends and then the other people that we may know are acquaintances and then other people that aren't in our circle uh, tend to dissipate. So we got to keep those muscles going. So keep those relationships. So thank you, a text, a call mm -hmm. once in a while. Exactly. Uh, not over pestering, but just up right, to date right. on what's going on. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Definitely, for sure. Well, thank you, Brandon, for being on the Media Industry Guru podcast. Uh, wishing you great success as you find your path after your MBA. Congratulations. That's a huge accomplishment and wishing you all great success in the film and entertainment business. Thank you so much, Forbes. Appreciate it. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of the Media Industry Guru podcast. Check out the Instagram at Media Industry Guru for all the details on the latest and coolest, I mean coolest, upcoming episodes that you will here. Email at mediaindustryguru.podcast at gmail.com for any other interviews that you would like to hear or if you would like to be on the air and give a little promo or talk about yourself or just even chat with me because you know I'm, I'm doing this. I'm invested in this. And tune in weekly 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern on Tuesdays on the Anchor app, Spotify, Stitcher, Pocket Cast, Breaker, and many more streaming platforms. Thanks again for all of the support and peace out and let's rock and roll.